0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: I'm Pat Cummins. I'm Josh Hazelwood. I'm Elizabeth Khawaja. I'm Mitch Marsh. I'm Mitch Stark, and you're listening to The Unplayable Podcast.
2: This is the Unplayable Podcast. On this week's episode, we are joined by a couple of Blues brothers, Australia A fast bowlers Josh Hazelwood and Sean Abbott to preview Australia's World Cup blockbuster against England, recap the first week of the Australia A tour and see how well the two quicks know each other. We're here in Worcester. Welcome, gents. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for having us, mate.
2: We better start with the World Cup. That's happening right here in England. Look uh, at Look at the table. It's a very Antipodean flavour with New Zealand and Australia topping it, with uh, India and England there in fourth place. Of course, all eyes will be on the Lords tomorrow night, or is that tonight? This is, I think this is coming out on uh, Wednesday in Australia, so Tuesday in Australia, so that's tonight. But it's tomorrow for us. Anyway, it's very confusing <laughs> time zones. So, but what a match that's going to be! Australia hot off the heels of beating Bangladesh by forty-eight and putting on three hundred eighty-one. Uh, Warner scoring 166 Um, Very impressive, looks like uh, Australia, England Coming off a a defeat Uh, Australia looking like they're prime for this game
3: Yeah, I think there's a couple of ways to look at it I think England can be a bit dangerous coming off the the back of a loss But I think England will be starting to be a bit nervous With I think they've got three games left and they're the top three teams So um, yeah, on a bit of shaky ground I think they have to win one to get through Which is which is obviously very possible, but um, yeah, Australia cruising at the moment and probably haven't played their best game. So look forward to getting a a complete game together.
2: How good was it seeing Dave Warner tee off like that the other day?
1: Oh mate, it's good to see him um, back in the runs after you know he's had a pretty strong start at the tournament so far, and the team looks like they're you know progressing quite nicely to you know be playing their best cricket by the back end, and Davey certainly leading that from the front at the top of the order, which is great to see.
2: Right, Australia versus England at Lords doesn't get much bigger. Australia have a fantastic record at the home of cricket, as they call it. So they've played 14 one days there. Australia's won eight, England five, and there's that one tie. And then they won five of their last six as well. And they've also got a dominant Test record there, 15 to 35 games, only losing seven times there. Josh, you've played there. What about it? Uh, what about playing at Lords makes it so meaningful for Australians?
3: Um, I think first of all, probably the wicket is. It's probably as Australian as you get, nearly, in, in England. Um, so we're pretty confident, I guess, on that surface. Um, probably the crowd as well. The, the crowd probably stays out of it to a degree and just appreciates good cricket rather than, you know, you head to, to Birmingham or, or <laughs> Manchester and the crowd really gets involved and can play on the, the opposition's minds, I guess. So um, take them out of it. Um, they just appreciate good cricket. And I think just any team that goes to Lords really gets up for the contest. It's an unbelievable venue and they just have a good time there.
2: And Australia's got such a great record there in big games as well. I mean, they won that World Cup final in 1999. Uh, Glenn McGrath and Shane Warne, two of the best that's ever played, just doing the business there.
1: Yeah, well, you just expect that from guys like that, wouldn't you? They've been they've been so successful for a long time, and then um, you know stepping up in big games. And uh, as Josh just said, it's it's a you know pretty prestigious ground, and you'd expect that if you're playing for your, your national side that you'd step up to you know try and get your name on those honors board. On those boards and whatnot that guys talk about. So you, I think that's something you can expect from teams two are there.
2: Josh, are you on the honors board yet?
1: Uh, no, not that <laughs> one.
2: Not, not yet. Not yet. Not at, not yeah. yet. <laughs> Important. Uh, Australia, let's look at some of their better performance. Uh, and Dave Warner, we said him before. He's got 447 runs in this tournament 80, at 89, two tonnes. And he's opening partner Aaron Finch with 396 at 66. High score of 153. he's hit 16 sixes, which I think is a tournament high uh, at the time of recording. Um, when the top two get going, it uh, makes the rest of the lineup feel pretty comfortable. I'd imagine.
3: Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, I think it probably gives the other guys confidence down the order more than more than anything. Um, I think Steve Smith obviously scored a few runs. Usman Kawaja. So yeah, it's just. It's just one of those things you don't want them to score too many because the middle order doesn't get a hit um, until a very important game. But it's the Matt Wade effect, isn't it? <laughs> that's right. Um, but no, the, the two best, you know, the two batters at the top there have, have got outstanding uh, one day records and um, looks like they're peaking at the right time, which is great.
2: And from a bowling front, mid start with fifteen wickets at twenty, and he's striking every twenty three deliveries. And Pat Cummins uh 11 wickets 24 and his economy rate is less than five runs per over, which in the modern day is very very impressive I've trained a lot with those guys Sean what are you liking about those two
1: yeah well it's I mean um did a did a fair bit of bowling with them like leading into the the world cup camp in Brisbane and um to see them progress into you know being at full tilt now and you know they're doing you know they're looking quite good off half a run and then um, you know, progressing into the games, the trial matches against New Zealand in Brisbane before heading over to England. Um, you know, they were they were in second and third gear, and you know, looking really good. And, and just you know, it was it filled me with a fair bit of confidence, knowing that you know these two guys that I've you know, spent a fair bit of time with and I consider pretty good mates. That you know, that they were going to go over and be quite successful over in this tournament, considering where they were. Um, you know, leading into that tournament, I felt like they were in a pretty good place.
2: They're doing the business at the front end and the back end of the innings. Uh, can you guys share us what's going on with Stark and all the elastoplasties he's wearing? He's got his thumb taped up, his half his arms taped up. I imagine his chest is taped up. Is there anything else we're not seeing? Uh,
3: not sure, not sure. But I think it just once you, it's like pop, it's like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. It just keeps growing and growing and growing. And you It'll get, get you a bit of comp- soon. You better get confidence from, from strapping. So um, I think we'll see that elbow strapped um, till the end. Is there a
2: reason for it? Is it oh, I'd around? assume
3: would be hyperextending a little bit just with the amount of pace he
1: but that's just a guess. Th- that or a lack of attention lately. I reckon he's just putting a bit more on to get a bit more attention from a few of
2: the lads. <laughs> well, I thought the goatee might be doing that. <laughs> yeah, thoughts, I'm not sure about that. Thoughts on the goatee? <laughs> nah, not sure about it. Don't like it. <laughs> junk. Travis said last week liked it, but he's um, a bit of a concierge. Well, He's seen <laughs> where that's <Yeah>. come from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about some of the key players to watch in this game. Um, We've mentioned those four guys, but from England's perspective, Josh Butler, I think he's had a relatively quiet tournament by his standards. He's such an electric, dynamic player. You've played against him in the Big Bash League and, and Josh, at uh, a national level, I mean, when he's on fire, where do you bowl to him?
1: Good question. Uh, <laughs> he's pretty good at hitting uh, the areas where your fielders aren't. Um, you can almost guarantee that if you bring a fielder up, he's going to try and hit it to where you know you've just brought him up. And you know, he's the type of player that's not going to stay quiet for a whole tournament. So you can expect him to be, you know pretty eager to get out there and score some runs against us tomorrow night being a, quite a big game and where they're placed at the minute being you know, you know pretty close to being out of the tournament as well so yeah expect him to be you know pretty close to going off what's it like games. what's yeah. it,
2: what's it like when you're running in bowling take a couple of the wickets but you know you're still three or four away from him coming in
3: i guess that's the thing with england you got to keep taking wickets and Put those guys, you know, under pressure coming in, you know, with, with four or five wickets down for not many. So that's, that's the real key with England. You can't, you can't just go through the motions and try and build pressure. They, you know, they bat so deep and, as you said, Butler coming in down the order. Guy who can score around the park. It's, um, taking wickets is, is key against those guys. On the bowling
2: front, Jofra um, Archer. Uh, a late addition to the England setup, but he's taken 15 wickets, equal leading wicket taker uh, throughout the tournament. It uh, just makes it look easy, doesn't he? Sort of just runs in, doesn't yeah. look like he's uh, using too much energy, and then bowls at 150. It'd
1: Be a little bit annoying to watch in the sidelines, <laughs> especially in the Big Bash over the last couple of years. He just sort of ambles in, off not a big run up at all, and you know just get it, getting it flying through to the keeper and slapping to the glove. So it makes me feel a little bit, you know. Yeah, it's quite frustrating, I reckon,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah. just watching him go about his business. But um, as you said, 15 wickets, I think it was, um, you know, right up there at the top wicket takers. And probably something England's missed a bit, with even with Mark Wood there, just that extra pace to, to hurry a few guys up. So it looks like they've got a great balance at the moment.
2: What are you thinking? You touched on it earlier about the mindset. Uh, I lost that had that early loss um, ...against Pakistan, and then they another slip-up the other day. Uh, do you reckon there is a little bit of panic seeping into the uh, England side... ...because they came into this World Cup as the overwhelming favourites... ...and the number one team in the world?
3: Yeah, that's the the type of game they play, I guess. Um, they really go after the bowling. I guess that can create an you know, opportunity for the bowling side... ...to take wickets and, and put them under a bit of pressure. So um, I, I think they'll still be very confident... Um, The way they've played their cricket over the last two or three years, um, especially at home, so falling back on that uh, experience, and I think they're missing probably Roy at the top as well. Um, He'll come back in at some stage throughout the World Cup, and um, you know I still think there's there's a lot of confidence there, and I think they'll be they'll be right.
2: Well, you you know Roy, tell us a little bit about him. I mean, I think there is a little bit of uh, talk that he might play in this game. Uh, What's he like as a player and a person?
1: Um, Great fella. I really enjoyed. um having him around at the Sixers uh, uh, two seasons ago. He's quite flamboyant at the top of the order, isn't he? And I um, remember him hitting a, a massive six off come out at Spotless Stadium. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, I think I've read somewhere a minute ago that, you know, they might, I don't think this game's, I didn't think this game was big enough to risk uh, Roy's injury on. So I hope, I, I fair, fair fair to say that might come, come back to Barton tomorrow evening. So we'll It's just not big enough. See, yeah. <laughs>
2: Were they are uh, waiting for, the final or something? Must be the final, so <laughs> I might have to go
1: back and find out who wrote it and just send him a little message and just say, mate, you're one loss away. Cheapest. Well, they lost against Pakistan,
2: England, and then they lost against Sri Lanka, and I don't know if you guys saw the images of Lassith Malinga up in the sheds. So <laughs> I'm sure you guys are all about uh, strength, health, fitness, and then uh, Lassith, I think he's about 50, slinging him down, taking four wickets, and he uh, looks like he's been in... And a good paddock.
3: Looks how I feel after a day in the bed. <laughs> Stats don't lie, though, do they?
2: No. <laughs> Getting no. the job done. That's right. Skin folds. Who cares? Uh, Ask Eddie. For some of the uh, Australians, talking about quiet tournaments, um, Josh Butler's won't, but Clem Maxwell, you've only seen him in, in fits and starts, but, uh, and he's only averaging 32.5 only, but his strike rate is 209. Uh, maybe we should get him in there a bit earlier. Can uh, If they lose an early wicket... If he's striking at 209 he faces 40 overs, what's that mean? He gets 300? It's a few. It's a few. It's probably, as you mentioned,
3: with the, the opening batters getting all the runs at the moment, or the top three or four, that, that Maxi hasn't seen much, much game time. But um, as you said, striking 200, so he's obviously seen them pretty well. And I think he'll get a, he'll get a crack in the next couple of games for sure.
2: I mean, he's dangerous, isn't he? I mean, if he comes in with 10 overs to go, he's got a license. Yeah. He gets, faces half the balls. It's going to be 60 in quick time, I and mean, that's exactly what you want out of a player like Glenn Maxwell.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's a match winner, isn't he? And that's you know, what he's there to do for the most part.
2: Yeah. yeah. And finally, uh, the one we've picked out here is, uh, is Steve Smith, who, um, you know, one of the best players in the world. His last three innings at Lords, he's got 215, 58 and 70, so he likes playing uh, at the famous venue. Uh, you've trained a lot with him throughout uh, the past 12 months. How, how hungry is he?
1: Yeah, once you stop stop laughing at his carry on in the nets, like you get to see um exactly how hungry he is. Um and, you know, getting back, you know, I got the opportunity to, again to go up and bowl to the guys at the World Cup camp and uh he had a different look about him, um, than what I've seen in, in previous years. Obviously there's been a bit go on, but you could see that he's a bit of a man on the mission at the moment and um, you know, obviously he has been a bit around lately about how much he loves batting, loves shadow batting and all that sort of thing, but I just think there's a bit of a different look about him, um, and he seems extremely determined to do well in this tournament. What do you reckon?
2: What do you reckon that that look is? Is he a bit more serious? Or a little bit? Um, I mean, how would you describe it?
3: I think he just missed missed batting for twelve months, uh, especially in Test cricket. I think once we the Ashes will start, and um, you know whenever we play Shield cricket with him, as soon as he gets out, he's he's ready to declare and then have another hit again soon. <laughs> so um, he doesn't even take his whites off. But um, just one of those guys who loves batting, as it's as everyone's mentioned. Um, and he's just missed it, um, you know, over the last 12 months. So, he, uh, yeah, he takes every every chance he can get.
2: Do you guys shadow bowl? You guys in the shower shadow bowling? <laughs> in, your, in your room at 7am? Rolling the arm over? No, nah, we, we bowl
3: enough balls out in the game. So <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Very good. Uh, that's that game taken care of. Uh, we're all going to predict an Australian win here, aren't we? And we could go against them. I think so, yeah. Yep. yep. Lords. Australia like playing there. They've got a bit of momentum. Just around the other teams, uh, New Zealand and India, as we mentioned, they're in the top four. Uh, there's been some great games recently, and uh, the Windies nearly got it done against the Black Caps. Carlos Brathwaite pulling out the 2016 World T20 final heroics, hitting a, and a magnificent 100, and he was about a foot away from uh, from pulling That's off good. another win, and he had seven balls up his sleeve. Um, what an incredible innings! How do you how do you They'd Sum lost, that up.
1: They lost a couple of wickets and I turned it off and went and played golf I think the other day and then I came back and looked at my phone and my Instagram was lit up with highlights of Carlos Brathwaite and talking about the game and went back and watched all the highlights and, you know, got, ended up getting 100 and the ball he got out on, you know, was going to go for six if it wasn't for some special fielding by Trent Bolt. It was, it was incredible. I did not think that they would get, even get close. I had a mile to go when, when he went out the bat.
2: What are you... Uh... What do you do if you're Brathwaite? I mean, do you regret not taking to the final over? But when you're hitting the ball so well and it's in your slot, you've got to go for it, don't you? Yeah, I think you
3: just got to keep going. Um, the way he was striking him, I think he took 24, 26 off Henry the, the over before. So, um, yeah, while you're in a rhythm like that, you just you just keep going. Leave the number 11 down the other end. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and how about Afghanistan coming so close to being in India? Would that have been the biggest upset in a World Cup? It could have
3: been... Right up there. Um, Certainly sent a scare through the Indian camp, I think. Um, But, I mean, you're going to get those games when it's the top ten teams in the world. You know, Afghanistan are are a quality side now. They're only improving as well with these, you know, these big match experience they're getting. Um, It's going to happen sooner or later.
2: Right. Who's going to... Who is Australia going to play in the final?
1: Uh, I think India. I'll stick with India. I'd love to see us play against New Zealand in the final.
2: Well... We won't be able to see Roy because England's not in the final. <laughs> uh, you better get out there before a big game. Uh, now, Australian fans, uh, don't forget you can watch Australia take on England on KO Sports, Fox Cricket and Nine Jam or listen to all the action on ABC Grandstand, SEN and Macquarie Sports Radio. I'm going to be back in a sec to talk all things Australia A. Eh? The Australia tour is well underway with Travis Head side two from two to begin the campaign. Now, starting in Northampton, the Aussie A guys won by six wickets on Thursday. Matt Wade 117 from 67 balls. Ash Agar 355. Josh Hazel, 251 and Sean Abbott 1 for 39. And then a couple of days later. They beat Derbyshire by seven wickets. Matt Wade in the runs again, uh, even better and even faster, 155 from 71. That was the fastest list 800 by an Australian. Andrew Tye overshadowed once again, uh, taking six for 65. And uh, Sean Abbott taking two for 40. Uh, guys, what's uh, what's the mood and the vibe been around the Australia A-Camp, what, 10 or so days into it?
3: Uh, I'd say relaxed, first of all. Um, you know, we the games are coming pretty thick and fast at the moment, but I think just as soon as we arrived in in Northampton was was pretty relaxed. Um, we went about our business um, with training, um, but I think just you know obviously with the hype around the World Cup, we're sort of sliding under the radar a bit. Um, you know, playing our games, which is a good thing, I think, with a lot of guys coming off a big break. And um, but as you mentioned, Matty Wade scoring um, a heap of runs and in good time, so um, it's been good to watch actually.
2: Can you take us into the dressing room or the balcony, what's it like when Wade's hitting the ball like that?
1: Well yesterday we, um, the the strength coach Andrew Weller took me, AJ and uh, Michael nested over to the pool, uh, missed the first ball and then came back and Wadey was raising his bat for 50 and then <laughs> went into the bathroom and then walked back out and he was <laughs> wore 100 off 9 overs, it was incredible and a couple minutes later he was raising the bat so if you don't, if you don't sit there and watch it, you're gonna you're gonna miss out on a fair few runs because he's he's not missing the middle of the bat at the minute. It's not it's not like he's um you know the ridiculous cricket shots as well. It's not like he's just hoying him over the leg side on a small boundary. He's you know picking the field apart.
3: I think a lot of the talk has been you know comparing it to a PlayStation game <laughs> or a Shane Warne yeah. cricket yeah. Um, the just, the, just the shots and the amount of runs he's scoring it, <laughs> off, off so few balls It's um, yeah, it's, it's been quite remarkable
2: it's almost like the balls in the slot and you just hit power shot <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it just goes over the fence um, incredible like these last innings 14 fours and 11 sixes uh, I know it wasn't the strongest Derbyshire attack but uh, those young kids <laughs> got taught a, a tough lesson uh, on a pretty flat wicket
3: yeah, I mean even even bowling in the nets to him before we came away it was you know it's probably not a, that big a shock to see these runs because we've you know seen it first hand at training and unfortunately a couple of young young bowlers from Derbyshire um caught the brunt of it yesterday so um but I can't see it slowing up to be honest he's got such a clear clear frame of mind and such a simple plan it's um I think the runs are going to continue to flow.
2: I think the only way they can stop it is if he doesn't open the banning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, slide down the order. Yeah, well, he the gloves now. He had the gloves off. Maybe that's the key to it. Maybe. Take the gloves. Kumar Sangakara style. Yeah. His average went, up, went sky high when he got rid of the gloves. So that might be the next phase in Matt Wade's career. You guys, how's your form? Any you been happy with how the ball's coming out?
1: Yeah, um, like I've just mentioned, bowling to guys like Wade in the nets before coming over here, I think was really good prep. I mean, Wade he didn't let you settling it all in the nets if you're missing your length he's you know hawking into the side net out of the middle of the bat but um in, whilst we thought it was going to be a bit of a challenge playing on flatter wickets and on smaller grounds i think we've uh, bowled pretty well as a bowling unit and feel like the ball's coming out pretty well at the minute so hopefully we can keep taking wickets and restricting teams to smaller totals uh, on these smaller grounds
2: and josh you've played approximately one game since the new year's test uh, how's it good how's it Feeling being back, and did you pull up okay after that first game
3: yeah pulled up pulled up fine um, the body's in, in pretty good order so really enjoyed the first sit out back um, I think I was just pretty surprised with how not just myself but the how the the whole group of bowlers um, bowled to be honest we you know we haven't played a lot Ashton hasn't played in a long time um, even the guys who finished the season it's been a couple of months so I think as a unit we're pretty happy and then I think again we've probably improved on that um, yesterday at Derby so if we can keep just improving every game, um, that'll hold us in pretty good stead.
2: What's the message been from the, the captain Travis Head and, and coach Graham Hick? Not just about the overall tour, but after each game, what's sort of been the themes um, given to you guys by those guys?
3: Oh, I think just it's probably putting a, a lot of onus on the individual to you know to do their. It's a bit different. We're not seeing footage of players before the games and things like that. We're sort of putting a bit of onus on ourselves to think on our feet. Um, communicate well between the bowlers and, and vice versa the batters as well when they're out there um, about facing, just facing different guys um, so I, I think that's been good it made you think a bit more out, out on the field um, and, and as that you communicate well with the other bowlers and, and try and think on your feet which is I think it's been pretty good
2: are you doing that on the field or is that done at training
3: no, it's pretty much on the on the field. You know, we haven't seen these players a lot, and, and we're sort of going in blindfold a little bit. Um, a few guys have played against them in county cricket, but I think it's good sometimes to go in with a with a fresh a fresh mind and and learn on the go. Um, you know, it makes you makes you think a bit differently and and probably focus a little bit um, more on on the, on the game at hand.
2: Two games in tour's been pretty much flawless, but uh, I have uh, picked up one little thing that you guys haven't been able to do is. And that's a uh, bowl the team out. You have got nine wickets in in, in uh, the first two games. Uh, has that been spoken about? And is that one thing you would just like to just to tick off, so that you could rattle off the ten wickets?
1: Obviously, obviously, it'd be nice to tick off um, and have everyone keep taking wickets. But that's something we've really spoken about. But um, you know, as Josh just mentioned, there's been some you know nice challenges present themselves in you know not being able to you know, look at footage of batsmen or most of them anyway, and just sort of. Word of mouth through guys that have played against the teams we've been playing against. So, you know, on that note, I think we've done pretty well as a unit to be, you know, taking nine wickets. Um, but obviously, we'd like to keep bowling teams out if we can.
2: Get the ten. Uh, now the A tour has not lost on the big boys over there in London. Uh, here's what uh, skipper Aaron Finch had to say in London earlier today. It's great to see that they've had a couple of really good wins at the A boys. So, and and quite convincing as well. So that, that's that's really good, and it's a I think it's a sign of a, the strength that we're that we're building over the last couple of years is, is the depth of, of Australian cricket is starting to get back to what people call the heyday, the, the glory years of, of the early 2000s and times like that when when the competition underneath the the men's and women's international team was was so fiercely um, competitive that that it's starting to get back to that. Guys who are getting an opportunity, wherever it might be, they're putting their hand up and, and being... Um, being counted and and making sure that they're in the forefront of selectors minds when when selection comes up guys do you want to see uh, australia really return to that sort of prestigious second 11 team um, where it's where it's a real honor to get chosen for
3: yeah i think we i think we see it in winter tours i think that's that's usually the second best team that's picked i think it's when the australia play during the summer the australian summer i think you know players can get left in shield cricket or left in domestic one-days or T20s. Well, they,
2: they call it the, the Cricket Australia 11, yeah, don't they? Not yeah. The, not the Australia rather than so think,
3: yeah. Rather than playing for Australia, eh? So, I think the winter, winter tours have always been great. Um, but, yeah, it's just about getting that balance right. I think you've either got to go all-in and pick, you know, your second-best team or, or you're literally just picking young guys and, and calling it the CA 11. So, I don't think there's any midway. I think it's either all-in or all-out.
2: It's tough. with so much cricket being played, isn't it? you just... States don't want to give up, uh, give you up to play in those games. BBL clubs, you're always pushing for national selection So, I'm mean, sure it'd be great to play
1: a lot more Australian games. But it's just when and where do you play them? Yeah, exactly, it's a pretty hectic schedule at the minute. But you now it's you know it's awesome to be over here playing. You know, when you look at the the team list, I know from my point of view, like playing with guys that have all played for the country, for our country the last, you know, 12, 18 months and, have, and done quite well. It's, you know, it's pretty cool to be over here playing with these guys in England.
2: Mm. Uh, Worcester, uh, Worcestershire tomorrow slash today, I think, in Australia. Uh Ferguson will be playing for those guys. I just spoke to him on the phone. So says it's going to be a strange feeling, but he's excited to take on you guys. Called out you, Hoff. uh says he's going to take you down. <laughs> um, in fact, can uh, can we get a... A Glenn McGrath-like declaration from you that you're going to be targeting Ferguson? Um,
3: not quite that, but I think I played against Ferg. Well, I haven't played against him in a while, but I think if we got the stats up, my record would be pretty good against him. So <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. All right. <laughs> what well, is
2: it? Is it good fun when you come across on these tours that you get to come across a couple of play,
1: people you do know, a couple of Aussies? Yeah, I mean, I play. Yeah, it is play play a fair bit against. Ferg at home in Australia, but to come over in uh, foreign conditions, and he's obviously in a team that you know I haven't played against yet. Yeah, you know, it's pretty cool, something a bit different. Mm, well, he's in good
2: form. He got a hundred in his second last one day last month, so
1: watch out for him. Oh, lovely. And he's
2: also said uh, Ricky Wessels, who's played a bit of cricket. Um, check him out. He said, uh, watch out for him.
1: Played for the Sixers, didn't he, Ricky? Your guy. So yeah, had you had a pretty a bit
2: good bit year. Bit of intel
3: bit of intel, we're ahead of the game already. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, we're going to do a, a little thing called squad talk now. I'm going to throw up some uh, some scenarios or some um, some themes about some players and I'll get you guys to collaborate and come up with an answer. So we'll start off with who's the who's the one player in the Australia squad who you would pick to represent you in a, de- in a debate?
3: Ooh, a debate. Someone who's never wrong. Maybe Matthew Wade. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Savard, you got anything? Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that one. <laughs> what, you, you
2: pointing to Josh then?
1: No, I'll agree. I, yeah, Wadey. I'm pretty happy with Wadey there. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. maybe Wade there. Uh, how about uh, Most Suited, who's the player that's most suited to life as a camper? As a camper? Yeah, someone out in the bush, oh, living off the land. I think
3: probably AJ Ty, I think. <laughs> yeah. Sort of nickname MacGyver's been thrown around. He, He's just that type of person. I think he'd love right. to love to be in the outback as well.
2: He does he fixes all the bats too, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, he, he pulls <laughs> clamps and glue and all this chis- He had a chisel out the other day and he was beaten on the bat for ages with the back end of a chisel yesterday during the game. Yeah, I think... yeah, he made been many been his- talents. He's got a carpentry career after mm-hmm. this. Uh, how about uh, the player that
2: every mother would love? Ashnega. Yeah,
1: yeah, good shout. Yeah.
2: Good
3: shout. Um, who else? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll stick with Agates, yeah. yeah. Yep, definitely. okay. Uh
2: how about uh, the player you would trust to pick a good Netflix series?
3: I'd stick with the same there, Ashton. Yeah, he's, he watches a fair bit of telly, I think. Um, yeah, it's safe, very safe.
2: What's a, what's he into at the moment, do you know?
3: Um, I just heard him talking about a bit of Narcos the other day, so anything along those lines, um, yeah, pretty safe bet. All right.
2: Uh, how about uh, the player that would help you change a car tyre? He'd call up and say, I've got a flat.
1: I'm probably going to have to ring up AJ on this one. I know it's a repeat, <laughs> but <go> over again. <laughs> I feel like he knows a bit about everything. and Sounds know, like a good person to be in a debate if he knows a little bit about everything. Well, I think any,
3: any like from the country is pretty safe with the, the car tyre, I think. So. You're nominating yourself there? Oh, if no one else puts their hand up. No, i am back Sabre as well. At least it'll goes get picked. S- might get picked for something,
1: mate. <laughs>
2: You're going to go to the top of Queensland. You would have had to know yeah. how to do that.
1: Sabre goes, yeah, forward, I know how to do it. So. I was going to put my hand up and select myself, though. Yeah. Hop. You're allowed to do that. <laughs>
2: yeah. there's, no to- ju- there's no judgment here. There's we'll no lock judgment.
1: Sabre Yeah, I'll go. I'll change the tires.
2: <laughs> okay. How about uh, Trivia MVP?
3: Um, he's not here yet, but he's part of the A Tour. Um, Jackson Bird. He- Heard heard him loves talking, his, up, loves his talking up his um, trivia. Yeah. trivia. Yeah, skills. The Very other knowledgeable day. man. So been stuff. around the
2: traps. Yeah, that's strange talking to him. That's uh, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, what about uh, best Instagram game? I know, you're on Instagram, are you, Josh? This might no be a, this you might be exclusively for
1: uh, <laughs> for you, Sean. Uh, this is a good one.
3: I tell you, he spends a lot of time on Instagram, Mitchell Marsh. Yeah, he's on he? there a lot. Actually, I'm pretty happy. I'm
1: ha- I, I am happy with Bisons. He, he posted it a while ago, but a few posts back, he um, put up a video of him singing a song and playing on acoustic guitar. And I got all around it. I, th- I th- brought a little tear to my eye, actually. It's quite good.
2: He's on the what's he on these days? Is it the, the kazoo? What's he got at the, yeah, front, the front of the bus? Something
3: like that. Does he oh, harmonica? His battery on yeah. his phone certainly goes down pretty quickly. So <laughs> it's hard to <laughs> get a bit out of him down. Instagram.
2: He'd enjoyed the team bus with all the um, electrical charge. Absolutely. The rockets the, the there. Okay, uh, uh, a couple more who'd be best in a TV cameo
1: Jimmy Pattinson I reckon <laughs> he'd get a few laughs out of him he'd come people. in guns blazing <laughs> yeah it's not a bad shit.
3: can he act probably not no uh, can, any, can probably, any of us <laughs> probably don't want
1: him to act you probably just want him to get on there and be Jimmy I think yeah. he'd do a great job
2: yeah okay James Pattinson uh, what about perform at the, uh, at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival
3: <laughs> uh, gee that's a toughie Mitchie Marsh No Probably more music um, Comedy Andrew Weller thinks he's pretty funny Yeah that's and trainer <laughs> He's got yeah. a few jokes up his sleeve
1: I Only ever seems to get a laugh out of himself though Yeah I
3: think so, so. At least for, someone will be laughing Room for one
2: <laughs> We're going with uh, Weller Okay And, and finally um, This is a cricket related one Who's the one player you'd pick to To block out a draw Six balls left See <laughs> it out
1: Well Mitchie Marsh has got a couple of not outs so <laughs> far. That's <laughs> a good point. He's got the nickname Bevo, Michael Bevan. He's only been striking at 70 so, or 80 in the one-day game. Yeah. A
2: lot of red ink around isn't yeah.
1: it. Very A lot of red ink, so maybe Bison. I, I think he's developed the fake slog. <laughs> <laughs> goes to pretend to hit one hard and then hits it along the ground to get up the other end for a single. Yeah.
2: Amazingly, the other day, Matt Wade hits 11 sixes pitch zero <laughs>
3: <laughs> average boost looking at running
2: all across the uh, all across the couple so I'm sure the selectors will be looking at the two averages <laughs> and uh, he hasn't got one at the moment so there we go well done we're going to finish today's episode with a quiz now before we went to air uh, we've got you guys to fill it out we actually did this with Marcus Stoinis and Adam Zampa oh. or Zoinus as they have uh, like to be called <laughs> in India. Um, in that uh, scenario, we got them to swap, but we're going to let you guys keep them this time. So, it's a quiz about the other person, straight off, uh, easy one to begin with, right? <laughs> let's go with, um, well, let's read that first one, is it? What's his birthday? Sean, uh, what's Josh Hayeswood's birthday?
1: Uh, I'm fairly certain he's born in 1990. Incorrect. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. And I'll admit this was a guess. Are you born in April? No, not even close, was I? No, <laughs> January. <I'm not. laughs>
3: January eighth.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the eighth, actually. <laughs> All right, your turn.
3: Um, I I thought Sab was sort of start always started the cricket season there somewhere. So I've gone in. I've gone for September. No. <laughs> no. Nah. Nah. Uh, we'll go back to the year then. <laughs> 1993?
1: No, mate. Oh. Very close. 92. <laughs> 92. In, In fe- what? February? February. Well, 29.
3: It's a good start.
2: <laughs> Feb 29. So, really? how old are you, really?
3: A year and a month, older than, younger than me. No, but 6, and, 29, six and 3 quarters. Yeah, yeah. it only happens every <laughs> five. Right, yeah, now, yeah, I yeah <laughs> that that now I remember. it should have got that one <laughs> That's actually one birthday you should get. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, okay, who was his cricket idol as a kid? Josh, you could start off Uh one. I Oh, it was Steve Waugh.
1: Yeah, pretty good, that one, yeah.
3: Correct. 1-0. That, yeah.
1: That's 1, mark that down. Um, I had you uh, with Glenn McGrath. Similar bowls, I reckon. You don't miss the five cent piece often.
3: Yeah, we'll, I'll give you that one. Is that, that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have got a few, but he's he's definitely one of yeah. them. Who else you got? Uh, Steve War as well. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, just
1: around that time. So, okay, uh, Sean. How does Josh take his coffee? This was easy. He does not drink coffee. Correct. <laughs> well done. Correct.
3: I've gone for the piccolo for Sabba.
1: Negative.
3: Negative. He does mix it up, though, Sean takes the lead. i mix it up it? a little bit. It's, either
1: a, it's a soy macchiato or a oh. soy flat white?
3: <laughs> What's his macchiato? Uh, <laughs> <is>?
1: <laughs> Very
2: household drinks. Uh, Very everyone awesome. has them. Uh, except for you, Josh, who doesn't drink uh, coffee. Okay. Uh, who is his favourite teammate other than yourself? Um, and this is favourite Australia A teammate. Curtis Patterson.
3: For me? Yes. Uh... Ooh. Well, I don't want to... <laughs> this is going, this is going to hurt his... Sorry, 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 mate. Sorry, Yeah, you're going to have to agree now. You're going favorite, to have this no, yeah, yeah, correct, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> favorite,
2: favorite. You know, it's all right. Well,
3: I've got a few, but...
2: Yeah, okay. Is Patterson not one of them?
3: Oh, he'd be, he'd be up there, yeah. Okay.
2: But are you going to give him the point?
3: <laughs> we'll I have to now, don't we? I? <laughs> no, <Okay, yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you've got to... You I'm not this. sure. Maybe Mitch Marshall, or Matthew White or something. <laughs> you got to have one, mate.
2: All right, what's uh?
1: I've got KP Sean? as well. <laughs> I just assumed oh, he yeah. play a lot of cricket with it'd, KP. He'd be up there, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you
3: got to pick one, mate. Uh,
1: Hedy's been my favourite this trip. That was,
3: my, that was my next guess. Okay. okay. Well,
1: I, I don't think either of you got that one, uh,
2: no. fair to say. And sorry, for, Curtis, uh, we all really <laughs> do like you on the tour. <laughs> <right>? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how does he like his steak, Josh? How does Sean like his
1: steak?
3: Uh, I went for medium rare for summer. Yeah, ding. Correct. Thank you.
1: Medium for Josh. Spot on. Medium. We're making too many <laughs> meals together. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, about his, his, can you describe his fashion sense in one word, Sean? You can take this one. Start off with this one.
1: Uh, this is in no way a sledge. <laughs> when you say that, though, <laughs> it never. To, it it know, doesn't. Yeah, if he gets yeah. a, gets offended, I just had down plain. He only ever wears plain t-shirts.
2: He's wearing a white plain t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> to record
3: this.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah.
2: Okay, tick. And, uh,
3: I've gone, I just had a bit of a think, and I, you know, he's from northwestern Sydney originally, but he's in the eastern suburbs now, so I went for mixed.
2: Mixed?
1: And how, what do you mean by mixed? Party oh, at top, business down man, the bottom? Or a, can we get him off the fence here? Or <laughs>
3: yeah? No, a bit of both. Still with, still That's a, a very both. vague answer, isn't is it? it? He'll, be, he'll be like four-wheel driving one day, and he's okay. and the next well, day he's wearing eastern me, suburbs kit. So, I can't him, get can.
1: my favorite jeans dirty, mate. Well, there you go now, I'm going to have to agree with that Next. still oh. got my flannelette shirt but then I've still got me uh,
3: thank
2: gives you him a, gives him a point very good a uh, couple left who would he pick to play himself in a movie or TV series what uh, we'll go Josh again gave this one maybe.
3: I went for TV series I couldn't think of anyone for movies but he's just in all black today and I think he'd, he'd like this one but Jon Snow ah <laughs> right yeah look that was my first choice actually
1: <laughs>
2: Kit Harrington.
3: okay. Born leader, mate.
1: Um, <laughs> so that's a tick, is it? Yeah, that's a tick. Probably give yourself two there, I reckon. Oh, it's um, not part of the rules. Uh, I had Josh. This was a bit of a mad Monday get up a few years ago and he was quoting the movie the whole day. Maximus from Gladiator.
3: <laughs> Russell Crowe. Yeah. I do remember that day.
1: <laughs> it, he pulled it off yeah. well. Fault, like that. faultless with the the lines all day and the kit was on point as well
3: one of my favourite movies do, favorite you, do you
2: still know the lines uh, can you give us the war speech <laughs> no, no. Yes, oh, no, on. On. it's been too long oh. uh, last one what would he do with his last ten dollars
1: buy, buy a hand super Superdry <laughs>
3: there's another sponsor plug yeah. Um, yeah you're probably not far off Yeah, might yeah. get two for ten dollars <laughs>
1: Not at the Hunters Hill Hotel, mate.
3: <laughs> uh, I had for Sabah. He'd spend it on his dog.
1: Yeah, fair. right.
3: Loves his dog.
2: Bear? Is that right? Yeah, that's him. There you go. Uh, I don't know who won that. I've, I got, a feel, I've got a feel. I've got a feel. I didn't take any. <laughs> I had a feeling uh, you might have won that, yeah. Sean. I think it's uh, yeah, right the right. piccolo uh, sent me off. It's a piccolo <laughs> medium steak. Interesting. I thought
1: uh, uh, should have got the KP one. I can't believe you didn't. You've lied there. Sorry, KP. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Might have to get him on next week and let him have some revenge. Uh, very, very good, guys. Uh, what's next? We've got Worcester, and then they're off to. Bristol, I think, isn't
3: uh, it? Gloucester. Bristol, Bristol yeah, for yeah. two
2: games against Gloucestershire. Uh, that'll be a tough game. Bristol, happening city. Fair bit happens there. Um, looking forward to that. And then you guys got the, the four days.
3: The four days, yeah. Obviously a few uh, few changes in the team. Sorry, Sean. He'll be on QF2 back (laughs) home, right? (laughs) Uh, We've got a few blokes coming over. Johnny Holland, Jackson Bird, Marcus Harris. So, um, Yeah, very good side going around. Obviously a lot of Ashes hopeful, so a couple of good performances on the board could cement their spots. And um, Yeah, we'll see how we go.
2: What's to play for? Well, uh, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you again to Josh Hazlewood and Sean Abbott for coming onto the program. Uh, all the best tomorrow slash today against Worcestershire. Cheers, Ferrisville. Thanks, mate. Thank you, mate. Remember, you can get all the live scores and news from the Australia Aid Tour, plus video highlights and everything else from the World Cup on cricket.com.au and the CA Live app.